This is Internet Marketing. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 113 of Internet Marketing, brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. And in today's show, Kelvin has a lively and candid discussion with Chris Lee, MD of Virtual Online PR and Social Media Freelance Network, Planet Content. And they're talking about SlideShare, all coming up in Internet Marketing. I'm joined in the, in our little studio down here in Brighton today by Chris Lee um, of Planet Content. Um, some of you might know him as a fellow podcaster. We've done a bit of, um, you know, f- friend of the show, as it were. So mm-hmm. I've been on your show. We did the podcasting event together. We Generally, yep. you know, the good world of podcasting and doing a bit of collaboration there. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a bit of chat today, Chris, about sure. um, SlideShare. And it, cause I know that's an area that you've been looking I into have. and exploring. Yeah. Um, so, for people who might not be familiar with slide, um, SlideShare, mm-hmm. what's the concept behind it and, you know, how would they start? How they start? That, yeah. Yeah. Very simple. Um, in a nutshell, SlideShare.net yeah. is a uh, presentation sharing website mm-hmm. which enables companies to upload their PowerPoint presentations or Keynote for yep. Mac users, um, Word documents, etc., and share them with the world. So, it's an excellent way to showcase your intellectual property. Okay. Um, I've heard it described as YouTube for PowerPoint. Yeah. Um, so you have a profi- profile page. You can embed those presentations mm. and share them on other social networks such as LinkedIn, mm. Twitter, etc. So, um, but I, I believe personally it's, it's more or less a business-to-business tool. Yeah. Uh, I know you disagree. Yeah. So I'd advise if you are, um, you know, targeting consumers, you probably should fast forward to the Q and A at yeah. the end. But you, you, you have a different yeah, view on yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I you? mean, I think that so. So essentially, SlideShare, yeah, it's there. If you've got a PowerPoint, if you, the way it's sort of started out, I suppose, is a bit like a, um, I've done a presentation at a conference. I want to share that presentation that I've spent my time on yeah. on a public thing. But also, to a certain extent, what's interesting about it now is it starts gaining popularity. There's some almost SlideShare create because I've done it. I've done mm. like um, ones that are presentations I've never delivered, but I've created specifically for SlideShare. Yes. And the kind of format you choose is slightly different as a consequence of it, that. It would have to be, wouldn't yeah, it? Because you're, yeah. you're, you know, unless you add audio to it, which yeah. we'll talk about in a minute, yeah. it's, um, you, you don't have the same context as you do no. if you're performing live. Because I know that your presentations are very word light, aren't yeah. they? You like yeah. to talk more and then use them as a you know, yeah. presentation as a prop. Um, a lot of people will go to slideshare.net to sort of research subjects yeah. and, and find suppliers. Mm. Um, it's a relatively unglamorous tool mm. in the social media armory. I sort of compare it to a holding midfielder for yeah. any sort of yeah. um, you know, football fans or soccer fans out there for yeah. North American <laughs> listeners. It's quietly effective, like, yeah. like David Batty or Didier Cheschamp, you know, yeah. like the potter do, water carrier. Um, but slideshare fits into the whole content marketing model. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm a big believer in content marketing. In essence, linking linking all your um, your mm. PR and SEO activity yeah. into the sort of creation, seeding, and sharing of um, compelling, optimized content. And that's why I named my company Planet yeah. Content because you know it's all about the content nowadays. Um, but by content, we're talking about video, audio, such as podcasts, mm. uh, blogs, how-to guides, pictures, and of course PowerPoint mm. presentations yeah. is a big part of that. So um, you were in the audience for me at Sir James yeah. and Strategies um, last month, weren't you, Kelvin, with yeah. Lee Oden from yeah. uh, Oden? Sorry. From, yeah. Top rank marketing. He was what he's one of the leading thinkers in in content marketing, mm. and uh, he was speaking. So he focuses on this hub and spoke approach to content marketing. So your hub being your company website. Yeah. yeah. So imagine that's the center of all you do, and all the spokes being your various yeah. social media activity. So and other online publishing activity. So in a nutshell, 
YouTube, yeah. uh, Facebook, Twitter uh, activity, mm. and uh, your online coverage on, on other published sites, such as newspapers, websites, yeah. and all that sort of business. So wherever you're doing your traditional PR that sort mm. of links onto the sort of online sites. Um, so it's all linking back to your site. It's being shared and being talked about, and all the while it's pushing up your domain, hopefully yeah. up search rankings and uh, generating online buzz. Yeah. So it's one of those very useful spokes is, mm. is SlideShare. Um, so I'll just sort of go over the stats of SlideShare, who's using it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's interesting to know kind of what the audience is. Because, yeah, I know I, I mentioned the kind of the difference mm. between, because generally because PowerPoints are the type of thing you do to another business, yes, exactly. it's seen as very much B2B. And I, we've done a few experiments doing it for some of our consumer clients. So I'm interested to hear kind of what, what the stats are well, and how they talk about, you know, who who is the users of the site. No, exactly. Well, yeah. according to Alexa anyway, okay. the first bit. Yeah. Um, traffic's sort of grown steadily. It's now in the top 300 in the world. So yep. the main user base is uh, 25 to 45. Okay. Um, surfing even from uh, home or work. Okay. Most of them are degree level educated. Okay. So you're looking at a professional, highly educated audience and it's a Google page rank of eight. Okay. So pretty strong. Um, so some other stats I found um, from Quantcast and this is November 2009. It's the most yep. recent I could find. So probably yeah, gone quite anything. significantly up from there yeah I imagine you. it has um, so it's 293rd at that point most popular site on the internet okay 28 million unique users uh, visitors a month 88 million pages mm. viewed a month mm. uh, so you're looking at 50% of these people being managers directors or C-level executives with okay. significant purchasing influence so for a B2B audience they're the people who are going to be making the decisions whether exactly. to buy that product or service or not from that this point of view yeah. and uh, 50,000 slideshows uploaded every week so okay. it's quite a lot of content going mm. up there um so the average time spent on that site is eight minutes and the average is 20 slides okay. visited per mm. visit but yeah. here's a downside yeah. you've got to be really targeted uh depends where you're active yeah um because of that 28 million odd audience yeah. right uh only 3.7 percent from the uk which i okay if you do the maths isn't yeah a huge amount yeah um it's interesting then so because I mean, this is from my experience of SlideShare, um, is that what, and I don't know if this is just kind of um, politically, um, mm. because the, you know, the company, although based in Silicon Valley, has a kind of, um, you know, an offshore development. Sure. You know, you know, so it's a kind of, although formed in the Valley, they're not kind of, it's not full of engineers in the Silicon no. Valley like Google are. Yeah, yeah. They does seem to have this kind of connection to that, that you know, those kind of you know, tiger states or however they refer to them, you know, the fast growing technical, you know, you know, India and China and that kind of thing. They just seem to have a connection. Is, mm. Does that seem, do you think that's kind of where the audience is well, or is it just spread all over the it's, world? It seems to be spread all over the world, but those, yeah. those are the technical, um, technically sort of enabled countries, yeah. the, the forward thinking ones. I mean, USA, as you'd expect, 16.6% uh, yeah. of their traffic is from there. So uh, India, 12.1%. I imagine that's only going to get better. Yeah. So, um, you know, Mexico's third with five point one percent, and then yeah. Spain and Germany pretty much around the same thing. Brazil, of course, the up and coming technical. Yeah, that's very much so. Yeah, yeah. Um, and China, surprisingly, yeah. so yeah. They're, they're allowed to look at slideshare, yeah. which is which is nice. Um, now, I mean, what that means, obviously, if you're running a global business, yeah, and especially that's if you're really, talking to yeah, USA and India, reach, isn't it? yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, English and Spanish language markets, basically, mm. and, and and Germany and Brazil mm. as well. So, um, but the UK, three point seven percent. If I mean, that's where I imagine most of your audience is listening yeah. in from. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's going to be, like I said at the beginning, it's a very niche sort yeah. of um, part of it. But it's a, it's, a, it's a nice nice to have. I think it's mm. almost like conspicuous absence not to because there's so mm. many presentations that we're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the whole idea is to be seen and be um, yeah shared, yeah. I suppose. And that's the point. I mean, you use side share yourself, mm. haven't you? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think the way that I've always used it is that whether you're looking at promoting a business online, particularly a B2B business online, um, yeah. 
you know, it's all about kind of thought leadership. And that can be, you know, you could be doing that for a number of different reasons. Yes. You might be doing it because, um, you know, thought leadership gets you speaking slots, which gets you opportunities to be in front of customers and therefore they come through to you, you mm. know, from meeting you. It can be because because you're seen as a thought leading expert, you get quoted in the, the press or, mm. or when you make your pitch to be, you know, featured in the press, you've kind of got the, well, look, I've got this, you know, you know, credibility behind sure. my thinking. Or, you know, quite often it's a, you know, you're creating something that you want to get shared on Twitter mm. or you're, you know, creating something that you think, you know, so I talk a bit, you know, on the show about, you know, engaging pieces of content as being really important in any link building campaign. So you need something for people to link to rather than just your website. Right. And, you know, sometimes that might be a podcast. Sometimes that might be a blog post. Sometimes that might be, you know, um, you know, a, um, you know, a infographic, mm. but actually a white paper. But I think a lot of the time, actually, if you're already producing PowerPoints, be it, for internal use or be it for a conference and sure. external use with a bit of tweaking you can turn that into a piece of content that works really well on slideshow because because yeah. although most people tend to do it where it's just straightforward you upload your powerpoint and mm. you, you know just set it live you can do sound in that as well can't you that's right yeah yeah yep. i um, mean have you, have you had much experience of doing it with the sound or is it or have you generally stuck to those kind of slides rather than i've gone the dry narrative yeah. route i must say yeah. but I, I mean i've been you know just just looking around a bit, yeah. I'm coming on to site uh, to adding the sound bit in a minute, actually, um, yeah. when we cover best practice. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, just going back to what you said about, you know, there's a lot of not reinventing the wheelness yeah. about social media because mm. um, there are, you know, you're producing all this different kind of yeah. content out there anyway, mm. like you said. So don't just, you know, don't draw yeah, on, save your, it on your hard drive and do nothing yeah, exactly. with it. Use it, you know, yeah. it takes no time at all to uh, set up a. Mm. A, um, a slide share account and mm. um, you know uh, personalize it for your business mm. yeah and then of course um, they give you like with any YouTube video for example mm. you can embed it in your blog mm. so yeah. you've got an ex- another piece of content you can share mm. with people so you know don't reinvent the wheel mm. and, and do, do use what you, yeah. your and assets can, I suppose yeah. digital asset isn't yeah. it yeah and it, it, you can get some pretty decent traffic from it because I mean I've done mm. some I, I'll be honest I went through a glut of doing it probably about 18 months or so. And right. I got three or four that went really, really well over like yeah. a fairly short period of time. And most of them did sort of 1,800. A couple got up to like four or 5,000 views, which, you know, if I compare that to a blog post that I do, mm. does very, very well. And yeah. also, I, I don't, you know, maybe it's because I'm used to kind of podcasting as a means of communicating and therefore PowerPoints and that, you know, I, I like like webs, you know, there's you know, concepts of how mm. to do PowerPoint, like um, presentations then by sure. Gar Reynolds as a book and a website that's oh, worth right. checking out. Okay. And because I'm kind of a fan of that, I kind of quite like the idea that sometimes I feel that if I've got a complex idea, mm. I would probably feel a bit better communicating that in a PowerPoint, in a good PowerPoint, because right. I know some PowerPoint's absolutely terrible. Yes. But like a good PowerPoint can actually be better at communicating an argument or a viewpoint or a process right. than, than you ever could with a blog post, I think. You know, yeah. I think there's certain kind of, you know, there's, there's people a lot. that can communicate quite well in that there's yeah. a lot to be said for the the visual aspect yeah um you know we, we're podcasters here um and we I, I i wax lyrical all the time as you do mm. about the 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 value of the the spoken word yeah and the visual word as well um just adds even more context so yeah. here's your chance to demonstrate you know your particular mm. product service yeah. or, or you know um ideas mm. and um talk over the top of it mm. uh and and add some context to it so it's mm. not just like a dry presentation because a lot of people go there let's face it get a slide share to mm. nick ideas and yeah get uh, sorry and get inspiration yes um so <laughs> that that's that, i mean yeah. that, that's what it's all about it's a risk mm. you take really you're mm. sharing your content with the world and, and and like you said if you can check on your google analytics and see what kind of hits you're getting mm. via slide share yeah. um you know th- then 
it can reap dividends mm. as, yeah. as an extra spoke in that uh, mm. that content marketing mm. wheel. So um, I was hoping to sort of hit off on some best practice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm interested to know on uh, yeah, what's the, what. You know, if you are, you know, if you've never used SlideShare before, you've used mm. it, you've never really, um, you know, gone out and done much with it. Sure. You, you've listened to this, you've got, okay, I really ought to, you know, explore this. Yeah. What's some of the things I ought to be, yeah, we ought to be doing as this sure. just to kind of... Well, as, as with many things in social yeah. media, it's free to yeah. set up, at least, unless you want the pro version yeah. with all the bells and whistles. But, mm. um, you know, again, it's a time investment. But then again, you've already spent that time yeah, that's creating it. that content elsewhere. So all you're doing really is adding extra value to what you've already got. Unless you've obviously gone about thinking right specifically I want this to go on slides here yeah. and I'm going to make it known via mm. other channels that this is up there mm. so obviously the, the better the content the more likely it is to be read mm. and, and digested you know mentally and metaphorically not, yeah. not physically yeah. one would hope anyway yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> shared and embedded elsewhere yeah. basically so same principle as ever make useful non-salesy that's yeah. important um, you know selling is repelling was an excellent um, phrase I heard oh, on nice. another podcast a rival podcast oh. I was going to say um, and, and I think that, that is true for social yeah. media if you're trying to sell then forget it you're going to yeah. get yeah. unfollowed on Twitter unfriended yeah. on Facebook all that sort of yeah. business so you want educational content right so create a narrative yeah so remember when you're presenting live you're speaking over the top of the slides mm. to give it context so uh, on the slide here though you're not, you're not adding that voice unless you actually use uh, yeah, a tool called Slidecasts, yeah. yeah. right? So you're basically more or less recording an MP3 to yeah, sort of go with it. Topic to go over it, yeah, exactly. So you, it's very simple. It's you can you can find it on SlideShare, yeah. and uh, what you do is there's a timeline. You can sync up the audio to yeah. match the the slide. So um, obviously the same with any podcast. Make yeah. sure you're using high quality microphone and editing suite to, yeah. to go with that. Um, so a good story is a, a piece of creative content people want to share with one another, uh, and obviously something you can embed elsewhere and if they're sharing it then they're doing the legwork for you and yeah. that's, that's obviously what you want to do and obviously then you've got the challenge of maximising that exposure yeah um, so obviously it goes back to keyword best practice mm. yeah um, so think about how you're describing that particular yeah not only well on your own profile on your slideshow.net yeah. page um, and then obviously the product and service you're yeah um, I mean whatever happens to be in your particular um, uh, presentation and it's got kind of a categorization as well so i imagine yes. your choice in the categories has a part to play because if people you does, say are yeah. going there to you know find inspiration mm. they might they might type in a keyword of the topic they're looking for but they might well, kind of go through that navigation process no, so exactly. you therefore you want to be in the right sort of category yeah make sure that's yeah, common sense really yeah. but like you said common sense ain't that common so you've got to yeah. sort of, yeah. you've got to sort of uh, look for these things um and also, one other thing to think about is, is, is the longer tail terms. Okay. Um, so, like, how to use Twitter for business, for example, or tips mm. in using Twitter for business. The yeah. things that people are going to type in. Yeah. Because, like you said, we have 50,000 uploaded every uh, every week. Week, um, yeah. So, that's then, a lot of content there to, to yeah. cut through the clutter, yeah. I mean, if you're, you know, you do appear on the... Mm. Um, on the, the sort of, you'll notice as soon as you put a piece of uh, mm. a presentation up there, you'll get a lot of instant hits, mm. and then you sort of like you know you'll end up getting less yeah. and less as it goes on. Often because you've had some exposure early on on the front mm. page, mm. and then it drops off. And there are tricks to yeah, stay yeah. On that front I mean, page. yeah, I've talked about one of these that I've used before. So that it's a bit like you know, like Dig used to be that if you can get on the home page there, you're then because yeah. if you're not. If you don't get that exposure on the homepage, it's still mm. a really good thing to do because people might search, they might find you. If you're embedding sure. it on your website, you'll get some views from there and it might be that someone else embeds it on their website. Mm. But if you really want to kind of hit those big numbers, it's all about kind of getting on that homepage and then getting the people who are just browsing. No, exactly. And the way that I was doing this, and I, you know, I imagine there's other tips and, you know, there's those that are featured, so that's kind of an editorial section, I think, mm. isn't there? And mm. then there's like hot on Facebook, hot, hot on Facebook, Twitter. hot on Twitter, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, this is the one thing that it's, it's a simple, simple thing that makes a huge amount of difference, right? To the you know the success I've seen is 
if you share your blog post that's got it embedded, SlideShare don't notice. Yes. But if you like share the SlideShare, slideshare yeah, yeah. is that one of the things you're going to say on that one? Yeah, uh, yeah it was yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, basically yeah. make sure you direct that back to SlideShare rather yeah. than your own site and then SlideShare mm. will like it more and you'll sit on that front page for a bit longer. Yeah, so share the SlideShare URL rather than your URL if you wanted to try and hit that homepage, I think it's a good one. Exactly. And I suppose that's similar, is it, for Facebook, did you think, in terms of, you know, it's just that kind um, of... If yeah. you've got good content, people want to share it and that'll get you more I've, exposure. Yeah. I've got a theory anyway okay. about, about content mm. life cycles, Okay, which I'm going to blog about. I was thinking about this on the way down, actually. Yeah. Um, um, the, you know, the, the way that it changes, mm. the, the nature of the content and the value of the content changes. So immediately from a blog post or an article, whatever happens to be, mm. immediately, and it, it hits those various um, networks that you're talking yeah. about, um, it's a piece of thought leadership. Mm. And then obviously... You'll notice this in any sort of you know bitly mm. that you follow or any particular blog mm. post. You'll see on the first day you, you went live with it, it's all novel and new, and everyone mm. loves it, and it's you get some really good hits. Yeah. The next day, even if you tweet it again, you'll probably find you've got like twenty five percent of those hits, yeah. and then it drops down. So then it becomes a you know depending obviously if it's optimized, a piece of SEO content yeah. rather than a piece of thought leadership. Yeah. So um, you know they've got a theory about content mm. within you know and it's mm. particular. Life cycle. I'm going to blog about that later. But um, one thing I would say about this is yeah. it really depends on the time when you post. Yeah. Um, I find people are really active on Twitter, usually in the morning. Yeah. For example, if you want some traction um, and you want to post a presentation, which mm. surprised me actually, because I think a lot of people, if they're looking uh, in the workplace, mm. the mornings when you've got to get your head down and do all sorts of things, you know. Yeah, I think it's just people procrastinating in the morning and the Probably. afternoon they've got to get it done yes. so then they get the knuckled down then. I think. Uh, and Monday to Thursday is always good for that. And yeah. Friday, forget it. No one's, yeah. no one's really paying attention. No one wants to read a, pro- a PowerPoint presentation no. on, a, on a Friday, probably. So, Unless they're really keen. Yeah. So, I mean, this, this is one of the things you've got to think about, what particular mm. time zone that, that your audience is in mm. and what sort of mindset they're going to be in at that yeah. time frame. So, um, you know, obviously you encourage your friends and colleagues to retweet and, mm. and all that sort of business and push people towards that content. So you can get a Facebook app and a LinkedIn app. Okay. Um, so you can like sync your uploads and display them on your sites. You know, yeah, you I think I've done that to LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. So this is all with a free model. The pro model you have to pay $19 a month mm. with. You get all other stuff like analytics and that sort of business. But yeah, you've probably got that, your own that, setup. It's anyway. quite exciting, doesn't it? That the kind of so there, and it's. I think this is a good, you know, for mm. people looking at how to do a pre, uh, free, uh, freemium model. Freemium, the, yes. the way that they, you know, so it's it's you know ninety nine ninety nine percent of what you'd want to use it for is absolutely free, but the one mm. percent that really would make a huge amount of difference they charge for because it's the kind of it like puts a capture form so you can get mm. their email, isn't it? So if you I'm want sure. their email address, you know, you have to pay for it, and exactly. I, I think that's a, a clever clever sort of like monetization method they've got there yeah yeah, yeah. one yeah. that i've not really experimented with i don't know many people who have really no but, i, I um, don't think yeah. i'd pay for it myself I mean, yeah you know, it depends on your nature of the business if yeah. you really think you're gonna get that much yeah. value out of SlideShare. um but also i mean the other thing just basic common sense is with anything with social media you get out what you put in yeah um so you probably engage with the SlideShare community yeah. a lot more uh, leave comments and favorite other people's content because obviously mm-hmm. i mean not obviously i suppose unless you're not used to SlideShare, mm-hmm. but the Similar to any other, like with YouTube, you get mm. to sort of um, favorite things and mm. uh, and leave comments and things like that. Mm. So um, there's other things like sponsored feeds and and, and things like this, mm. but um, that's only if you really want to go mm. sort of mad into it. Um, right. So I mean, I, I, one of the sites I write for is um, New Media Knowledge at yeah. nmk.co.uk. Quick plug. It's University of Westminster's digital marketing resource. And yeah. Basically, one of one of those interviews I recently conducted was with uh, a guy called James Watley. He's from a word-of-mouth mm-hmm. marketing agency called Thousand Hits. Um, and I spoke to him about SlideShare marketing because it's something that they've used themselves. I mean, yeah. I use it as well. Next, I was getting, like, I got like a thousand hits or something in one of my presentations within the first week and, and then it kind of 
you know, over the next year, only got like 800. Yeah. I wasn't really pushing it, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but um, his, his, he had sort of five top tips here. Yeah. And, and first one was research. Yeah. Um, go and look around the site. So who's doing well, who isn't, uh, what in your eyes makes a good presentation. Yeah. Um, so what decks in your company do you already have that, that are shareable? So again, yeah. it goes back to what we're talking about, like reuse your content. Mm. You know, you've got all that sort of um, cash yeah, in the yeah, attic you, almost. You know? Yeah, well, that's it. If you've invested the time in it already and then it's a small amount of time either just to upload it or even mm. just make a few edits so it's a little bit more suitable, a little bit more publicly, you know, because there might be bits on there that don't really work in a kind of, you don't, you know, I've seen, in fact, actually there's a conference that was on a couple of weeks ago in mm. uh, an SEA conference called Think Viz. Mm. And yeah, there were people who were like, well, I want to share this bit, but only with a hundred people in the room. Um, yeah. And then they do like a sanitized version with a night, you know, the the juicy bits taken out afterwards. Because sometimes sure. there's bits like that that you might not want to, thousands of people to see, but you don't mind saying in a room full of you know, 50 <laughs> people or whatever. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. I mean, the other thing we're talking about, sharing events, presentation yeah. was your second. Um, if you're oh, speaking cool. at events, so it's like common best practice to have your slides available anyway to download mm. within 24 hours. And obviously then you've got to tailor it accordingly because mm. like we mentioned before, it's mm. like, what's the, what's the context? Mm. If people weren't there at your show, they're not going to know mm. what this blank slide with yeah. a few words is going to be on, you know. Yeah, there's a great stunt. Well, stunt maybe is a little bit of a disservice, but mm. um, Anthony uh, Mayfield, who we've interviewed previously yes. on the podcast, and actually we're going out for a drink with tonight. We are, indeed, um, yes. Um, so um, he, he's, I've seen him do this, I think, twice now. Where, um, so he's, and he's doing a lot at the moment about productivity and that kind of thing. And of course, because mm. you've got your slides already sorted, mm. and on WordPress, you can schedule it to go live and all this type of thing. But he kind of goes up on stage with his phone out, so, you know, um, you know, he's just published it now, and at right. the start of the you know start the presentation. Like, oh well, you've, I've got my um, you know my slides are now live on my blog, so you know you know and he yeah. gets that pitch in for it straight away because that's really good as well. Because if you are at an event, mm. the main people who are going to want to share that are the people who perhaps already saw it the first time round. So if you can, yes. I, th- I think that's quite a good way of doing it. Rather than waiting until afterwards, mm. the people already know that the slides are available online. So then when they're doing their roundup posts, if that's the type of event that you're you mm. know, putting, you know you're getting involved in they already know it's there so it's already in their head when they're doing their roundup one it's like oh well you know i know chris's presentation right. slides are on there that's a great bit of content i can drop into my roundup of day two of ses or whatever it roundups is. are fine so yeah. at this point i turn off twitter actually to be yeah. honest and i get the same updates from yeah. like, i know about 20 people in that same presentation yeah there, and they're all tweeting the same yeah you know, it's like 20 john motsons in the room like, you know. that's a football commentator again sorry for those that aren't. <laughs> um sorry point number three yeah is branding. So this is an okay. obvious one, but obviously, obviously missed, yeah. often missed. So, um, you know, if your site visibility, yeah. and I, I imagine that your um, your URL there is... Slideshare.net. Mm. Uh, uh, um, oh, yeah, no. Not, I've done it under my personal brand. So oh, have you? Well. Ah. Just because... It's only because um, it's... I suppose it depends how you want to do it. Mm. Um, because um, content-wise and probably presentation wise I'm quite different to some of the other employees in the company so um, you know so might talk about different topics yes uh, but then that is reconcilable if you do different things but particularly like because you've talked about I 90% 90% of you are probably even more of that have never seen me do a presentation but when I do they're all great big pictures and great yeah. big fonts yeah. and that's very different to someone who's done kind of a conventional PowerPoint and still got very good information in it but then it looks a bit odd if you've mm. kind of got that jumping around so I've always just done them under slideshare.net forward slash I think Kelvin Newman or one word right, okay. rather than Kelvin.Newman or Kelvin, yeah. Kelvin Newman or anything but um, 
but yeah but so it's but that kind of putting them all under one brand is exactly. is, is a good idea to think about isn't it yeah, is it is. that what he was suggesting well yeah, yeah of course yeah I mean that's what mine is slideshare.net forward slash planet content yeah. I mean you know if someone's googling my company name yeah. um, it will come up on you know and, yeah. and the same as anyone really they can see that when they're checking out your company that yeah. you've you've got this presence you look and that's good because that's the type of thing that would appear on a branded search isn't it it's these kind it of is, social yeah. network sites and yeah, if it, if it's a B two B environment, that makes perfect sense for them to kind of have a look through. Mm. You know, do they know what they're talking about? Well, exactly, they, thought yeah. leadership, and that that is again, you're doing half the sales pitch. Mm. You know, for them, mm. I know you use you know like this podcast for you. Yeah, in a way, is demonstrating your thought leadership. Yeah. So people come to site visibility, mm. and they already feel like they know you. Yeah, and it's similar with you know yeah. LinkedIn. Slice, um, yeah. LinkedIn. What yeah. am I talking about? Uh, SlideShare. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're talking about, yeah. isn't it? Um, but there you go. And then the second one, obviously, is. I'm um, sorry, the fourth top fourth tip on the of the five, five uh, we're almost there, is um, embed it. Yeah, so I mean, if you already, yeah. you know, it gives you the HTML code, just just copy and paste it, put it in your mm. blog. And um, obviously the people will have an RSS to that mm. that may not have it to your slide yeah. share. So yeah. they're, they're getting access to, to your, you know, this is basically reaching new audiences or ones that wouldn't mm. necessarily have found you or mm. knew that you were active on SlideShare. Um and also it makes good good talking mm. points. You can then mm. talk around that presentation, mm. what was the inspiration behind it, and all that sort of stuff that you can't go into actually on the presentation itself. Yeah. So um, then five, you know, invest. So like we mentioned before, so you get in what you get out. Uh, mm. You get out what you put in. Mm. It's anything to do with social media. So, um, you know, how are you going to use uh, SlideShare? Are you going to use it just to host your content and uh, just to be seen to be doing it? Or mm. are you going to get really active and see what kind mm. of response you can get from it, uh, from other users? Um, you know, and if you want to invest time building your network over mm. Slide, you probably probably could do that as well. I mean, there's mm. some other benefits I thought that I would sort of mention. Mm. We haven't really talked about the search benefits of it. No, a high page rank, and obviously um, people searching for longer tail. I imagine you know more yeah, about search yes. than me, so you'd be able to answer this yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, because we've used it, and you know, after this kind of touch on that topic, I was talking about using it from B to C environments. Right. Now, the the way we've used it is now the links from SlideShare a no followed in pretty much every mm. circumstance which means that those so if you've never if you've never heard me talk about the phrase no follow before essentially this is the the euphemism that's kind of that I think is the best way of describing it is the link condom as it were <laughs> um, so the idea is that like none of the trust is being passed between the two links as right, it were. Yeah, um, so that means that if you do put some content up on SlideShare yeah. it might not necessarily help you from a link building perspective but there are two reasons it will, mm. because what you're trying to do is you're trying to generate attention and positive mm. attention is going to lead to links at some point down the line. Sure. And that's where kind of it's a social media thing. The more social media attention you have, the better you are at social media. It tends to be indirectly the better you become a um, SEO because, sure. um, you know, the, the more notable you are, the more people are going to link to you. Mm. But the way we've been using it kind of, and this is where it's worked on a consumer environment is where... Um, those SlideShare pages, if the title that you've gone for, and you were talking about kind of thinking about how people are searching for content, yeah, sometimes can rank quite well in their own right, right. as it were. So sometimes if you want to rank for a key phrase, you could put some content on your site or you could put some content on YouTube or on SlideShare or, mm. or on you know LinkedIn. And the link because there's the trust in that domain, mm. Google see that, sees that content as worth ranking. Right. So it's almost kind of an indirect... SEO tactic where so you're not trying to rank your site you're trying to rank another site but once someone's on that page they should hopefully be able to find the connection back to your site again so hidden yeah. benefits yeah, yeah yeah and so it's kind of about tr so you're getting the traffic on 
to SlideShare, but because that, you know, it's well branded, you've got your calls to action that are taken through to your website, you're getting the traffic anyway. Because, mm. you know, that's all you're really doing anyway on a normal site is you get them on the content page and then they've got to make one click and they then go to the page where, you know, the contact information is. Sure. So it's not really any different from that. So that's the way we use it. And then that can work quite well from a B2C perspective because right. um, you go, okay, well, maybe, um, you know, it... <sighs> It's difficult, but, you know, so clients sometimes are scared to do video, mm. but it's very easy to kind of produce a, sl- a PowerPoint. In a, you know, it's much easier to produce than that. So we've done ones like almost, you know, um, for like travel destinations. So maybe places to visit or like 20 amazing photos from or, you know, that yeah, right. type of thing. As so a slideshare As a slideshare presentation, which is That's almost like, and you see that, yeah. like you get it on like the national newspapers, now, don't you? Yeah. It's like the slideshare of, you know, 20 photos from the Wimbledon final or that yeah. type of thing. Yeah. And it's just almost like a means of using the content like that. So the difference there is there isn't the audience on SlideShare for it. So the people Mm. on SlideShare aren't going to like and share that. However, you can put that content there and if some somehow or form you can get that to rank or you can send some traffic to it from Twitter or somewhere that then people start to share it in their community. It can work, but like you say, Mm. it's more complex and not as as obvious approach. No, but the other things that probably Mm. SlideShare is good for, aside from that, is... Um, you know, a lot of companies have a product or service that needs some explaining. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like justifying yourself. Yeah. Um, it's a chance to, you know, direct. If it saves you basically, if you can direct someone to a piece of content, it saves you having to repeat it. Yeah. Um, and explain yourself because you know not every company has um, is that clear in the way they describe yeah. themselves, and it's something that frustrates me. Yeah. But um, here's an op- you know here's an mm. opportunity to do that. Mm. Um, again, it's another piece. Uh, we've we've sort of drummed the beating this drum again already, but it's another piece of content you can share on social networks. Also, you can spy on your competitors. Yeah, and see what they're up to. I mean, and then of course, uh, <laughs> pilfer ideas from yeah. other people. Um, there are other ones out there, apart from SlideShare, like Prezi.com. That's P-R-E-Z-I. Dot com. Screencast. Yeah. Com. Yeah. You're familiar with Screencast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, there's another one as well that's scribed. Right. So it's S. S-C-R-B-D, isn't B-D, it? Yeah. yeah, so it's not got the E in it. And that, that's, I think, started out for like more documents, so you can share like a PDF. Mm. Uh, but they also did pa- uh, PowerPoints, and I think for a period probably about 18 months ago, it was kind of, some people use Scribe, some people sure. use SlideShare, but it seems really to have tilted in SlideShare's favour for the presentations now. Do you know this one? What is the one where you can animate that presentation and sort of talk over it and then yeah Prezi's the one that's kind of it's great for it's like an animated and you can zoom in on certain bits and then right. zoom out and it looks like it's part of a bigger picture yeah I've tried to use it and my god it is complicated really um, um, and I've seen one of, I've seen one or two people because when you see someone use Prezi you go mm. wow that's absolutely fantastic and then you go away and try and do one yourself and it's like got you know, typically a, like a real steep learning curve. But I think once you get it, it's not that difficult. Right. But I've seen one or two people turn up to conferences with Prezi presentations mm. and then they just die. Really? And if you, this poor <laughs> bloke, it, yeah, you know, you could tell, like he did the first two bits of it. It was like, yeah. this is going to, because I love a good presentation. It's mm. like, this is mm. going to be amazing. And then right. it stalled and crashed. Oh, and I was no. like, then you have 35 minutes to talk after that. Really? No, because... You know, and a lot of the students, we don't have notes. We yeah, just go, yeah. okay, what's on the slide? On the screen, yeah. And worst case scenario, people read what's on the slide, which is terrible. But, you know, for most of us, like, and I'm like this, is I kind of go, okay, in my head, that picture and that text triggers a train of thought and then I can then talk from there. So it's all mm. in your head, but I wouldn't 
necessarily be able to remember that sequence right without those cues yes exactly and i think this is what this poor bloke did but you know it's like <laughs> well but he I, managed it was quite yeah. a good talk in the end but yeah i mean i struggle with um animation anyway on powerpoint yeah. i mean I, you know I, I'm, I'm rubbish i mean i use powerpoint every week in mm. in social media training and i was actually mm. speaking next week at university of westminster yeah. on the subject of uh creating youtube yeah. virals and also podcasts again no. beating the podcast yeah. drum um but I mean, I, I actually was adding some kind of, you know, those slide in and stars oh, yeah. from the side. I thought, oh, brilliant, this is going to look great. But I mean, I can just see myself pressing them too quickly or something like that, yeah. or them not working. And it's just like, obviously, I don't yeah. think you get the animation benefits on SlideShare. But what they're trying to do as well on SlideShare, just to finish off here, is they're trying to become more of a community for business people. Yeah. Um, so last month they announced a thing called Zipcast, which is oh, a, okay. a web meeting service. Didn't read much into it, to be honest with you. Um, so, but uh, an interesting thing that they're, you know, so almost yeah. it could be. And I think actually this is an interesting way because it's like, well, if you wanted to take on LinkedIn, yes, you wouldn't want to be like LinkedIn, would you? So no. I think building the community around these presentations, which is such a big part of B2B, mm. isn't it? That that's a great way to build a community there because everyone has to do it. It's a commonality, isn't sure. it? There? Yeah. I know why you made that segue, yeah. a segue there um, yeah. into LinkedIn because you think of them as a business social network, yeah. but I, I always just see LinkedIn as a good for you as yeah. an individual to get a new job and good for recruiters <laughs> yeah. i don't i mean any attempts i've seen at trying to foster a community on linkedin i, I just yeah. i've joined loads of groups and i've never yeah. really followed through and I've, they've sort of withered from I, what yeah I've seen i mean it's pro- yeah probably topic in its own right actually it probably LinkedIn. Is, yeah. but yeah you are right that it does seem to it, well it definitely has a reputation for the only time you you know so my, i actually check linkedin a lot because the way i use it is to try and contact people who i perhaps don't have a um you know so for interviewees for the podcast mm. for people to you know approach to come to events i'm organizing that type of thing it's quite useful from that point of view and hmm. and then you can see the connection so it's like oh i know that company who's their seo manager there so i can then ask them if they want to come to brighton seo and that, sure that type sure but um but my assumption always is if i see someone's changed an element of their um linkedin profile it's like oh well, yeah. they're looking for a job oh, then you know and, <laughs> so, yeah they suddenly get a load of recommendations yeah it's like well they're so, clearly moving yeah, on aren't they? it's yeah. great for hr managers if you want a bit of espionage <laughs> on your own stuff you know but, but yeah i think that's more or less it slide cool. share it, um more or less uh great extra piece of mm. um you know content promotion and uh thought leadership demonstration and great for research um and as you said it's good for search in some terms mm. um but yeah i mean i'm a big fan i use mm. it i've had several hundreds of views on certain documents and thousands on others and uh, i don't know who they are let's <laughs> mm. looked at them but, but it must you know but, that exposure must be having some kind yeah, of benefit for the brand yeah, must it? yeah exactly so um i recommend everyone has a little look at it if 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 you have those sort of presentations lying around cool fantastic all right well that's it for today thank you so much for listening you can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org where you'll find show notes, links and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three. 256 or 150 if you're inside the UK it's 01273 256 150 and you can leave a voice comment or question and we'll play it on the show also we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself well that's it for now Andy White signing off until next week on internet marketing
What's new in podcasting? Here's what we love, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. On a scale of one to ten, with one being completely straight mm-hmm. and ten being completely gay, what number are you? Um. You know, I don't think that you should rank how gay they are. I guess, I, you know, that's just a little of a red, just a flag for me. Come on, come out. A weekly podcast where real lesbians tell their real coming out stories. You can find Come On, Come Out on your favorite podcatcher out now. Go listen. ACAST, A-cast, A-cast, A-cast recommends. recommends.